Howdy friend, welcome to Homegrown. I'm your host, R.P. Smith. We are in what could be considered the calm before the storm here on the Pinecrest Ranch. Although most of the time the calm is caused by ignoring the tasks that are before us. The last calf of the 2013 season was born this week. The cane is in the ground and we're hoping for one more good rain before any hay is cut. My family will be involved with Rodeo Bible Camp this week and plans are being made for AI season and county fair. Trying to squeeze the AI work into the week between county fair and a commitment that I have to be part of the centennial celebration at the Ag School in Curtis is making me study all the possible heat synchronization protocols fairly closely. One thing I've learned in my ranching career, with a little planning, and sometimes without, things usually do work. Garden was late getting planted, but it's all in now. And while the store-bought tomatoes were pretty good on our bacon sandwiches, we look forward to better things to come from our own produce a little later on. Knowing what tomatoes are supposed to taste like makes it hard for those that are accessible now to compete. With that in mind, I thought I'd share a story that I was told a few years back. I call this one Asparagus. The other cowboys called him Hap, a likable and friendly chap, his first time away from home and working for a wage. The oldest son of Mr. Jones, his smile topped a span of lanky bones, still just in its teens and a tall one for his age. It was springtime on the Sand Hill Range, life in the bunkhouse not much change to the cramped and close quarters of a homestead shack. Live each day, no thought of fate, do your job and pull your weight. For living the cowboy life, Hap thought he had the knack. The hours long, you know the reason, it was late in calving season. Some Hereford cows soon would graze the summer range. While stretching up the border fence, his pard thought Hap had lost his sense. His behavior suddenly was bordering on the strange. Hap stepped from his raw bone nagged and proceeded to fill his saddlebag with knife and hand. Hap joyfully shouted, Asparagus! The other cowboy thought it odd as Hap proceeded to scalp the sod. He had no understanding of battle cry or reason for the fuss. The other hand could hardly see the need for this attack on odd-looking weed, but young Hap's enthusiasm was somewhat contagious. A cowboy could hardly wait to eat his fill and witness the kid's culinary skill. His conversion to herbivore would border on outrageous. A cook stove fired by buffalo wood had the bunkhouse smelling good, Hap's frame built in an arc waiting for the pan to boil. Butter was out of the question, but memories of home spawned a suggestion. A cup of milk would make his efforts worth the toil. But milk was as scarce as Sandhill's gold, till his pards plan did unfold. We're babysitting five hundred head of cows. They're coming in now for a drink. We can get some milk quick as a wink. Thoughts of how Mama made it, Hap's hunger did arouse. There was no need to saddle up to solicit donation of just one cup. Hadn't healed the first white face that came to quench its 
thirst. The snubbin' post was near the tank. They could take what was needed while she drank. Two loops were readied, and Hap would throw the first. His loop was true, but a little deep. His pard had two heels, just one did keep. In the storm, Hap had missed his dally. The cow's bellow came high and strong, a battle cry or warning song. A herd of angry mama cows in the corral did rally. Low on the cow's chest, the loop had sank. She took refuge in the tank, a wooden slat affair spanning thirty feet or so. Dallies adjusted front and back. The cowboy's plan kept on track. The efforts for a gourmet meal were a go. The leaking tank settled some dust, for through the side the cow did thrust, her free back foot working like a wrecking bar. In the fury of the fray, two cowboys had found a way to procure a sulky contribution in a one-quart mason jar. Contents, though, were not quite pure. It could have passed as soup de jour. The best part was that the supply was ample. It was all by-products of beef. Analysis would not cause grief. One part milk, one part snot, and one part fecal sample. What once had been a tank was now a puddle and pile of plank. The plan for feast procurement might not have been a winner. Duties of repair the boys did not shirk. It would take two weeks of work, which they started wholeheartedly promptly after dinner. Thanks for riding along on Homegrown this morning, hoping that the Lord blesses you real good today and that our happy trails cross again soon. I'm R.P. Smith.